Joining us on the program today is Dr. Sylvain Charlebois, food professor at Dalhousie University, to talk about the top 10 food stories of 2020. We started off talking about Singapore becoming the first country to allow lab-grown meat to be commercialized. It was an interesting decision. So in Singapore, the city-state actually became the first country in the world to legalize lab-grown meat. Um, the objective there is to produce 30% of all meat consumed in the country by 2030. And they don't have much space, so it was actually quite, it made sense. If the technology was available, it only made sense to allow uh, lab-grown meat to be commercialized. Now, I we believe it will have an impact uh, on, on other countries, including the U.S. and, and potentially Canada. The FDA is actually looking into uh, the technology itself, which was developed out of California. And so uh, so we believe it's just a question of time before it gets legalized. Now, whether or not Canadians actually have any appetite for lab-grown meat is really up to, uh, to Canadian consumers. Right now, 22% of Canadians would actually try lab-grown meat, so it's not necessarily a very popular option at this point. You know, a number of the top stories, of course, had to do with COVID. Number eight here, um, Hero Pay and how that was handled. Yeah, it was it was handled very poorly. I mean, it was ill-designed, and uh, and and I think most people knew it was never going to end well, uh, given the margins that the industry actually um, has. One percent, one point five percent. It's not much. If you increase salaries by ten to fifteen percent. At some point, something's got to give. And so what we're seeing right now uh, is a second cycle of lockdown bonuses, which is really the appropriate way to go, uh, as far as I'm concerned, because it does suggest that it's temporary, but you're still recognizing those who are doing a lot of work in stores. And uh, number six here, we um, talked about uh, e-commerce in the food industry and, and the rise of that. Yeah, so I think most games have actually ordered something, uh, some food online uh, in 2020 for whether uh, they actually had a choice or perhaps they didn't have much of a choice. But uh, the the industry is getting better at it, and uh, and most importantly, the, it's the industry is getting better at making money doing it. And so we're we are expecting that to continue uh, for several years. The Grocers in Canada are expecting to spend about $12 billion over the next five years on e-commerce. So uh, so that's why we think this is not going to go away. We actually believe that Canes will be encouraged to buy more food online. Yeah, and I guess just in relation to that, um, a couple of other top stories here had to do with just how, uh, you know, more people, I guess, uh, you know, they're being forced to, but they're staying home and they're they're eating at home more. Yeah, so uh, how domesticated we were in 2020 was unbelievable. I mean, 12 months ago, if you would ask me if we would spend more time in the heart of our homes, the kitchen, uh, I would have said, well, probably not. But um, we are, we were nomads. We were traveling over the place, but all of a sudden in March, everything changed. And so we did spend more time cooking. Uh, and as soon as you do that, it does, it does change your relationship with food. And uh, so one Canadian five actually started a garden in 2020. So we're expecting that to continue into 2021. And uh, so overall, yeah, people will uh, will likely enjoy spending time at home. And and frankly, after the pandemic, we actually did run a we ran a survey with employers. 23 percent of employers in Canada 
are planning to allow their staff to work the majority of the time, not on a full-time basis, but the majority of the time uh, at home uh, after the pandemic. And so you can see that really telecommuting is, is, is going to be a thing uh, on the other side of the pandemic. And uh, the top story here of the year, um, all the panic buying we saw, I guess, mainly earlier on in the year. It was probably the easiest top 10 list uh, we, we had to write in the last 10 years. Uh, the top story, absolutely, was the panic, the panic buying that we saw in March and April. Uh, but most importantly, we feel that that phenomena really will have an impact, has had an impact on people's behavior, uh, but also will have an impact on policy. Uh, you're seeing more provinces investing more on controlled environment agriculture. Uh, they're looking at greenhouses, vertical farms, hydroponics, aquaponics. I mean, there's uh, there's discussions all over the country on how to produce food all year round. And, and since 2021 will be the international year of fruits and vegetables, um, I think a lot of governments will, will feel it's fitting to focus more on producing, well, produce all year round domestically. And I uh, just wanted to wrap things up here today looking at the um, end-of-year survey. You know, what was, the, uh, what was the takeaway from that survey? Well, I, I think people feel the need to be more generous. And, uh, and uh, I think uh, what's the good news story there is that people want to give uh, to food banks. Uh, actually, we do compare results of this year's survey with last year's, and the number of Canadians who want to support food banks have doubled, uh, has doubled, which is great to see. I mean, I think, I think a lot of Canadians recognize that uh, many, many of us are fortunate and some are being left behind. And so Canadians are, are willing to help out uh, leaving 2020, which is uh, going into 2021, which is great to see. That was Dr. Sylvain Charlebois, food professor at Dalhousie University, looking back on some of the top food stories of 2020. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network.